We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. I've said it a hundred times on this show. I've said it over and over again. What's taught today in the classroom will be practiced tomorrow in our culture. Garbage in, garbage out. Bad ideas will lead to bad community and bad kids and a bad country. And what our schools are teaching right now is nothing short of insanity. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to today's Rebellion. I am just angry. And I'm going to give you a warning. I am going to let you know before this show starts that I am straddling the fence. I don't even know for sure how to report the stuff I'm going to share with you in this in this program, in this episode of The Rebellion. I think of the passage out of St. Paul's epistle, his letter to the church of Ephesus, the book of Ephesians in your Bible. It's chapter 5, verses 11 and 12, where the Apostle Paul tells the church of Ephesus, and therefore he's telling you and me, because this is the inspired word of God that carries down through the centuries from one church and congregation and one Christian to another. He tells us this, Have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them, for it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. Other translations say what the evil do in secret. I'm going to read that again to you. I want you to hear these two verses. And then I want you to consider them while I'm proceeding with the rest of the show. Because frankly, I'm not sure what I'm doing is right. Because there's a tension in these verses. Let me read them again, and I'll explain to you. Have no fellowship with the fruitless deeds of darkness. That seems pretty clear, right? But rather expose them. Well, that seems like a clear statement, too. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient or the evil do in secret. Close quote. Now, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to expose the fruitless deeds of darkness that are taking place in your schools. I don't want you to have any fellowship with those fruitless deeds. Your children should not be indoctrinated by those fruitless deeds of darkness. We should be exposing what your kids are being taught. We should be exposing the pornography, literal pornography, that is rife within your school's libraries and the curriculum. Not just high school, but junior high and even down into the elementary schools. But it's the next verse 
that causes me pause. It says, for it is shameful even to mention what the evil do in secret. So I guess as a Christian, I have to figure out how to reconcile that tension. Because it does say, expose these fruitless deeds of darkness. But then it says it's shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. So how do I expose it if I don't mention it to you today? And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I apologize. And I'm sincere about this because this is a verse, a passage that I've wrestled with over and over again. I do think it's shameful for us to dwell on what the disobedient, the evil do in secret. We should think about whatever is good and whatever is noble, whatever is true and whatever is right, whatever is lovely and whatever is admirable. Think about those things. Paul says that in another epistle to the church. As Christians, we want to keep our minds healthy. And the way you keep your minds healthy is to think about good things, not bad things. So I think that's what the Apostle Paul is telling the church. It's shameful even to mention what these people do in secret. But he also says, don't have any fellowship with them and their fruitless deeds and the darkness of their heart, mind, and soul and their lives, but expose these deeds and this darkness. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you expose it without exposing it, making others aware of it, pulling back the veil and letting people see the garbage, the debauchery, the insanity, the child abuse. And I am going to call it the literal rape of the mind and the soul because they're forcing things onto the minds and souls of your children that they don't want. They're stealing their innocence, and they're pushing themselves, their adult debauchery. They're pushing that, maybe not physically raping your kids, but they are emotionally and mentally and cognitively and spiritually raping your kids' minds and souls. I don't know what else to call it. I'm going to share several scenarios with you today from several different states, Virginia and Ohio and Texas. I'm going to share these scenarios with you, actual things that people have brought before their school boards and read. The books that are in the library, the books that have been assigned to their kids, mothers primarily. And by the way, where are the dads? Dads, get a spine, get some courage. Stop letting your wives, the moms, carry all Carry the load with regard to this cultural war. That's a different story for a different time. You know, some chivalry, some masculinity, healthy masculinity would be a good course correction for our culture right now as far as I'm concerned. Again, that aside, let's take a break. We'll thank our sponsors, acknowledge them. And then when we get back, I'm going to talk about Ohio, Virginia, Texas, maybe a couple others. But lest you think that this is all somewhere else, and it doesn't happen here in the reddest of red states in Oklahoma, you're wrong. 
Because if you listen long enough, I'm going to share with you stuff that is coming out of our own schools and our own libraries right here, right here in the conservative Bible Belt, the buckle of the Bible Belt, Oklahoma. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion, and I will be right back in a couple minutes. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. I'm going to go quick on this. And again, I'm just giving you a trigger warning here, if you will. Um, I'm not going to use the actual words, the vulgarity that's, that is in these books that are being assigned to your children, but I will bleep them out, if you will. You're going to know what I'm saying. So I don't know how to play that game, but I think I have an obligation to take the high road. Now, some of the stuff is still going to be very uncomfortable for you to listen to. It's vulgar. It's crass. It's just porn. It's pornography. It's the celebration of pornography, and they're teaching your kids. They're softening their souls up. They're warping their consciences so that they don't even feel shame or guilt in reading this stuff. You're going to feel it while I share these stories with you, but I will not actually use the actual words, even though those actual words, the slang for genitalia and all that kind of stuff, those words are printed out in full in the actual quotations that I'm going to share with you right now. The first one comes from a story that many of you probably read. It just uh, hit the news last week. It's from Ohio. And the headline from this story is, Ohio Mayor, Mayor discovers his city's schools are teaching essentially child pornography and tells entire school board, I've spoken to a judge. You resign from this board or you will be charged. Close quote. You've seen that story and everybody with a, with a brain has stood up and applauded this mayor for doing so. Well, you know what he was challenging, and frankly, that's the what I'm going to share with you right now is the tamest part of this show. Um, the Ohio mayor told all five local board members to resign during a board meeting or face charges over class material for high schoolers that he deemed child pornography. The story goes on. It comes from a book titled 642 Things to Write About, and one of the assignments from that book, a specific assignment from that book, and this is a quote, included asking students to, quote, write a sex scene you wouldn't show your mom, close quote, and then to rewrite the sex scene from above into one that you'd let your mom read, close quote. Is that really, really, your students in high school are being told to write a sex scene that you wouldn't share with mom? Well, this mayor is spot on to call this out. Call this out for what it is. But people, hold on here. That's the tamest of all the stories I'm going to share with you right now. And again, I'm going to try to tame it down, but this is just awful. This stuff is awful. This comes from Virginia. And it's a, it's a little older, a few weeks old. But a mom goes, and she basically goes thermonuclear over the material that has been assigned for class readings at this school. She went to a Lawden County school board during a May, this is a few weeks old, May meeting over explicit material in reading assignments for high school students in a series of videos posted 
by Ian Pryor on Twitter. Parents read passages from books including Monday's Not Coming by Tiffany Jackson, where apparently it was assigned to ninth graders at the public schools. And one of the quotes that a mom read in front of the school board was, she, this is coming right out of the book, I'm sorry, she sucked my, you fill in the blank. Passages from this book were read by furious parents, including characters in the book discussing oral sex, female characters being beaten and thrown into a closet, and sexual encounters in the classroom. The book Murder Trending by Gretchen McNeil also quoted a female character in the book discussing the size of a male friend's genitalia. He had a big fill-in-the-blank. The parent actually read this in front of the school board. You can see them squirming while this mom is reading this stuff. And they should. So the question is, if you're embarrassed listening to me share it on the radio, and if they're embarrassed listening to this mom read it, and I'm toning, I'm toning it down, the mom read it right out of the book. Why in the world would you assign it to your kids? Why? Why? For the sake of time, I'm going to move on to the next story here. There's much more of that one. Uh, I don't want you to... Uh, you're going to you, you probably feel like you need, need to go take a shower already. But this is what they're exposing your kids to. They're exposing your kids to this. I know it's a shame to think about what the evil do in secret, but we're also told to expose this stuff. Thank the Lord that these mothers were angry enough to do so. You need to do the same. This comes from, oh, this one. I've got to move forward. I don't have time to do all of it. This one comes from uh, Carmel, Indiana. Carmel, Indiana. Again, a conservative heartland state, supposedly. My son actually lives up near Carmel. He works at a very large church in Carmel, Indiana. Lots of Christians in Carmel, Indiana, but they're sending their kids to these schools. At a Carmel Clay school board meeting recently, a parent came in and read this to the school board. I want you to hear this. One parent shared information with regard to what was called a global campaign to promote sexualized material to grade school children that championed Planned Parenthood in the Carmel schools. Another noted that they were introducing Teddy, that's a topic, a gentle story about gender and friendship, that's the quote, which uses a teddy bear to teach kids that gender isn't determined by biology. There's also Sparkle Boy about a toddler's cross-dressing tendencies and Call Me Max, in which a kindergartner girl gets a teacher to call her by a boy's name. Well, that's really great. You know, I mean, we're canceling Dr. Seuss. I mean, seriously, this is at the same time we're canceling Dr. Seuss because it's offensive, but yet they've got Sparkle Boy and Call Me Max and a gentle story about gender and friendship that uses a teddy bear to teach kindergartners that gender isn't determined by their biology. A third parent read at Carmel, Indiana, from a book called It's Perfectly Normal, which is available to middle school students that promoted Planned Parenthood and teaches kids how to masturbate. And it, and it fills in all the nitty-gritty details. 
is what this says here. And then there's a book called Crank, which details disturbing rape and trans that transpires when a young couple, a teenage couple, goes into the woods to get drunk and high on meth. Here's a quote. If I had known you were just going to lay there, I wouldn't have bothered. Quote, unquote, the rapist tells his victim on the car ride back home. This is the stuff being assigned in Carmel, Indiana. Oh, you're saying, but not in my backyard, right? Right, that's what you're saying. I know you're tempted to do so. <sighs> Texas. A Texas mom erupts at a school board meeting over passages from a middle school book that's being assigned to her kids on anal sex. Graphic depictions of anal sex. I think I can read this one without... Okay, this is a quote from the book. Take her out back, we boys figured. Then hand on the blank. Put it in her corn box. Put it in her cornhole. Grab a hold of that braid and rub that calico. Close quote. This mom was reading this to the school board. They tried to silence her. They turned off her mic. They told her that she didn't have any time left to discuss this at Hudson Bend Middle School and Bee Cave Middle School. This is what is being assigned in Texas, a Republican state, Texas. And in case you're wondering, cornhole is a slang term for anal sex. Uncomfortable yet? You sure should be. Why is Piper talking to us about this? Because we need to expose this stuff. This stuff is being pumped into your kid's mind and soul. Oh, no, no, it's not happening at my school, you say. Really? You really think it's not happening at your school? Now, forget the fact that we know, we know that the schools are trying to indoctrinate your kids in critical race theory and teach them that if they have a certain color of skin, that they're bad people by definition just because of the color of their skin and that they should apologize for their privilege if they have a given color of skin. And if they don't apologize and lament their skin color, then they are by definition evil. Racist people. That's the antithesis of MLK's speech, folks. It's also the opposite of what the Bible teaches. The Bible never teaches us to look at a person through the lens of color. Never. Never. It never tells us to do that. Never acknowledges any divisions within the human race based on color of skin. It does not do it. It doesn't even acknowledge divisions in the human race on the basis of race, because there only is one race, the human race. Now, I'm skipping past some things because I've got to get to Oklahoma, because many of you listening right now, almost all of you listening right now, are from Oklahoma. Now, some people listen via podcast to the rebellion, but the Show actually airs live, as we all know, every Monday through Friday on KOKL Radio out of Okmulgee. I'm so grateful to Brooks Brewer for allowing the show, for sponsoring the show, for making it a feature in his morning listening time. 
Thank you, Brooks. Thank you to KOKL. I hope I haven't made too many of the listeners squirm this morning. But let's get to the point. I've got a few minutes left here. Norman Public Schools in Norman, Oklahoma. Hmm. High school libraries. This is what your tax dollars, your hard-earned tax dollars, are being used for to educate your children. Books like The ABCs of LGBTQ+, and Trans Teen Survival Guide. That's at the high school library. Now, a senator from Oklahoma actually put this together for me. I'm going to hold his name back right now because he hasn't given me public, or excuse me, permission to go public. I don't think he would care to hoots, but I always want to make sure I've got permission before I uh, put a friend's name to something like this. But he sent this to me. He actually took pictures. These are pictures. This isn't, this isn't speculation. He has photographs of these books at the library. This is what he said. In a recent conversation with a current Norman High School student, I was told something interesting about the library. This young lady said that she will never voluntarily ask the library for a book recommendation again since when she was in middle school, that's 6th to 8th grade, if you've forgotten, the librarian recommended she read a transgender book. But do not think this family would talk publicly about this because they were afraid of those librarians shaming them and shaming the kid. That's great that your kid goes to school and feels that the librarians might shame you, ouch you, make a spectacle of you because you think some of this stuff is just inappropriate. These are the types of books that are in the Norman, Oklahoma Norman, Oklahoma, Public School Library. Books on LGBTQ, Black Lives Matter, radical leftist books, transgender, gay, preferred ethnicity. The list goes on and on and on. More of the books. Consent. A guide to consent. (laughs) Great, great. I'm glad we're teaching that to our kids. Isn't that great? A guide to consent. Oh, what else do we have here? We have books on uh, black girls rock. We've got books on BLM. We've got books that extol the virtues of, oh, here's that. Here's the full title of that book on consent, A Quick and Easy Guide to Consent. Uh, A Quick and Easy Guide to Queer and Trans Identities. And here's another one, A Quick and Easy Guide to Them and They Pronouns. This is in the Norman, Oklahoma. How about this one? The Times I Knew I Was Gay. And how about this? Talking to Strangers, a memoir of my escape from a cult. I wonder what the escape from the cult was. My guess is it's probably Christianity. That's my guess. Then we have a series of Be 
Brave and Be Proud, a series of pamphlets that has been handed out on a rainbow-colored display. And here's a good one. This one is really interesting. The Art of Drag. Hmm. And just the cover itself is very instructional. Very instructional. Something very appropriate for all the kids that attend this public school, I guess. And here's another one. Out! How to be your authentic self. And here's Seeing Gender. And now another one titled Rainbow Revolutions. And then one that's just titled Queer. I'm not done. Oh, I'm not done. We have The Black Flamingo. We have one that's titled Sith. I'm not too sure what that's all about. That's... But here's, here's an interesting display in the same library. Um, Women's History Month. You know what's on display? It's a Queen's, Queen's series. Now, the Queen's series includes books on Elizabeth Warren, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, and, oh, you can't talk about the Queens of America, the Queens series, during Women's History Month without including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Interestingly enough, you don't see anything there about, oh, Harriet Tubman or uh, uh, Nancy Reagan or, um, I, I don't know, I mean, maybe you'd want to include... Uh, Melania Trump? I, I'm not sure. I guess not. I guess we're just going to feature Elizabeth Warren, Maxine Walters, Waters, excuse me, Nancy Pelosi, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. People, I, I'm, I'm abbreviating. I'm skipping through. I've saved you from some of the, the filthiest stuff that I could have shared with you. Um, I could have made you all turn it off, turn the radio off, because you just would have been uncomfortable, and you would have felt like it's a shame to even think about what the evil do in secret. So this balance that I've tried to find here today is to expose this stuff, to shine a light on this darkness, because it needs to be exposed, because guess what? Your kids are being exposed to it in Ohio, Virginia, Texas, every state in the union, and yes, even in our own backyard here in Oklahoma. Tomorrow I may talk about another story coming out of our schools, and that is that 23% of college students now support violence, violence to stop a speaker they disagree with. I wonder where they're getting this stuff. Do you think maybe they've been groomed from elementary school on up? to have a reprobate mind. Hmm. Garbage in, garbage out. What's taught today in our classrooms will be practiced tomorrow in our culture. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. <laughs>